the word of God, amen. Nothing being taught but the truth. So help us God of God's word, amen. So please, I hope you brought your Bibles, amen, because it's, it's always good to make sure that you continue to line up the word of God, even as the Lord used those that he has called to preach the word, amen. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We just give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Just been in a place to worship. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Teach us to know your way. Don't you want to know the way of the Lord? Hallelujah. It's nothing like knowing the way of the Lord. Our way is never the right way. Only His way. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Be my God and my life. That means that as we walk, lead us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me take it again. Come on. Yes. And be my guide. Yes, Lord. Be my way. Hallelujah. Woo. Shaka Boro Thank you, Lord. Come. Thank you, Jesus. My soul sings. Sings. Yes, yes, hallelujah, he says yes, our soul says yes. 
mistake that you are here we welcome you we thank you for coming god bless you evangelist christine and thank you for bringing the woman of god with you amen god bless you god bless you and i know that the lord god will speak to you on this evening and for those that's listening far it may be the morning it may be the afternoon no matter what day it is we're just in god hallelujah so we have already worshiped the true and living God, amen, and we've went into prayer, but we're going to ask the Lord God to continue to decrease me, that the Spirit of God will continue to speak and teach on this evening, in this hour that he has given us, amen. We're actually, hallelujah, 45 minutes 
But don't you know the Holy Spirit can speak? He don't need a lot of time. Amen. Because he's going to speak to us. Amen. Thoroughly on today. Amen. So, Lord God, we just thank you as you decrease me, your servant, to speak what you're telling me to speak so that your people can receive your word. So that change will come. They will be made whole. Repentance shall come. And they should leave here not the same. But they should leave here with something greater because the word of God will be deposited into their lives on this evening. So we give you the glory, we give you the honor in Jesus' name. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Evangelist, I'm going to use you today to read, hallelujah, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, hallelujah, verses 4 and 5. And when you're done, you can just cut the mic off and keep the mic with you because I'm going to ask you, hallelujah. We give you glory. Um, chapter 10, verses 4 to 5. God bless you. Um, God bless you. Chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth, exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. Glory to God. We thank you for the reading of the word. You can cut your microphone off, but you can hold it because I'm going to have you read a couple more scriptures when we get there. God bless you. Hallelujah. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. Amen. So mighty in God, meaning that no matter what warfare comes, it doesn't matter because God has given us some weaponry, amen, the armor of God, amen. But we know that the weapons of our warfare, we know there's going to be warfare, amen. This is not in the flesh, it's spiritual, hallelujah. And anytime we're dealing with things that are in the spirit, amen, we know that the weapons of our warfare is not of the flesh. It's not carnal, meaning that it's not of us, meaning that it's nothing that we can do, but only by the spirit of God, but mighty in God. It could have just said in God, but it said mighty. Why? Because he wanted us to know El Shaddai, Jehovah El Shaddai, mighty God. Amen. He's mighty, meaning that if he's mighty, no matter what come up against us, it would not work. No matter, because he's mighty, whatever come up against us, they won't win because he's mighty and because we're in God. See, the thing is, we have to be in God. See, we can't just pick up God when we get in warfare. We have to be in God. When we're in God, that means that we're already wearing our weaponry. We're already wearing the armor of God because we got to start, what, pulling down strongholds. And I'm glad that we're talking about strongholds on today because the stronghold that we're going to finish because we had talked about offense, the spirit of offense. And that came out of Matthew chapter 24. And I believe we started at verse 10, if I'm not mistaken. I'll take it at verse 10 through 11, I believe. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Wait a minute. Yes. Let's take it to... to um, um, excuse me, let's let's take it um, from 7 to 11. Matthew 24. Okay. 7 to 11, please. Thank you. 
For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. And all these are the beginning of sorrows. And they shall deliver you up to be afflicted, and they shall kill you. Mm. And ye shall be hated mm. of all nations for my name's sake. Mm. Then shall my name... Then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Mm. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. Mm. Hold on, keep it on. Because I need you to um, start with that. Just read that for me. What they gonna do? Then they shall deliver you up to, the, to be afflicted. Okay, stop right there. They gonna deliver us up to be afflicted. Mm -hmm. What do it mean to be afflicted? When you are afflicted, that means that it's like they're torturing you. They're provoking you. The enemy wants to provoke you out of your purpose. But don't you know God will provoke you in purpose? See, it's a difference. The enemy will provoke you out of your purpose. But God will provoke you in purpose. Because he wants to allow us to believe a lie. Amen. But the Bible is already letting us know that we will be delivered up. We will be afflicted. We will be tortured. We will be, in other words, we they, they're going to talk about us. They're going to gossip about us. They're going to sow discord against us. And I'm not just talking about regular people and not just lay members, but I'm talking about leaders. You know, the word offense, it said many will be offended. See, the enemy wants us to be offended. But the Bible already told us that we already going to be offended. So we should not be surprised when we offended. Because the Bible says that many will be offended. Meaning that many going to come at you the wrong way. They're going to say the wrong things. But the thing is, you can't allow that offense to take roots in your heart. Because if you allow that offense to take root in your heart, then it become a stronghold. Come on now. Because a stronghold then turn into what? Hatred. Then it turns into what? Envy. Jealousy. Anger. Wrath. All of these strongholds. Because we have allowed offense to settle in our heart. It's like a Something in our heart that becomes hard. You know, the children of Israel was hard-headed. They were hard-necks, hard-headed people. But at the end of the day, God still loved them. God loved us so much that he allowed us to know that many will be offended. So what am I saying? I'm saying that we cannot wear our feelings on our sleeves. Everybody is not going to like us. And that's okay. Because they don't have to like you. But they are commanded to love you. So you ain't got to like me, but you got to love me. Because the Bible says to what? Love your brethren. How could you say you love God, but hate your brethren? You see your brethren every day. 
But God is spirit. But you say, I love God. I'll do everything for God. But if your brothering wrong you, forgiveness is nowhere there. There is a seed of hurt. A seed of offense. And if we're not careful, that seed grow. It grow like weed in the grass. When weeds begin to grow, they begin to what? Choke the flowers, the rose bush, whatever it is. And when they begin to choke it, it cannot breathe. Meaning that it cannot grow. So it's not being able to be nurtured, to flourish, to spring forth. It dries it up. That's what the enemy wants. He wants to dry us up. He wants to be dry. I hate to say this, but America is dry. Nobody wants God. Everybody want money. Everybody want fame. Prestige, call my name. Nobody wants God. They use him as a face. But if he say, come in, get in that secret place with me, how many show up? All you got to do is call a prayer meeting. Come on now. Midnight hour, who shows up? 5 a.m., who shows up? Oh, I'm laying in my bed. I'm, I'm with God. Okay. But the sacrifice when you get out your bed. The sacrifice when you can go an hour away. The sacrifice is what you're willing to do not to be in your comfort zone. We don't, we, we, we don't hunger for God. We're dry. And we're wondering why we don't feel the fire. When God has already given us glory. Because Isaiah 60 says, arise, shine. Shine means bright, light. Illumination. And then he says, let your light come. So just in case if you ain't got enough light, let your light come. I'm calling your light forward. Come on. Let your light shine. Arise. Shine. Let your light shine. Your light have come. That's what the Bible says. It says your light have come. It says arise, comma, shine. A lot of people misquote that. They say arise and shine. That's not, it says arise, comma, shine. Why? Because he says, in your rising, you're getting up, you're pushing up, you're lifting up, you're getting up, and you're going to shine up. Let your light come. The glory of the Lord is upon you. So the glory is already here. We say, Lord, show us your glory. It's here because our light has come. We have arised. We have shined. Our light has come. So why we keep saying, God, show us your glory. So that lets us know that you're in darkness because God's glory is already here. The revival is already here. It's already here. The fire is already here. It's in you. But because you allow the enemy to dry your light, to dry you up, you can't shine. You can't arise. You can't let your light come. Because the fence has been so embedded. 
you're walking in unforgiveness. You don't even know that you're walking in bitterness. You don't even know that really in reality, your love is dry. Let the wrong person push your button. We're going to really see that true love in you. See, it's easy for us to love somebody that loves us. But could we love somebody who disrespects us? That's love. Can we really turn the other cheek? See, that's we need God to turn the other cheek. Because we can't turn the other cheek on our own. God has to be in us. So I speak to every four corner of the earth. And I call forth the light that have come. Because it's time for us to arise and shine. Offenses will come. But be careful. Woe to them that causes them. Meaning you know that this person has nothing to do with your offense. But because you're allowing the enemy to use you, when they come in, the first thing you say is, well, she did this to me. He did this to me. The pastor did this to me. The prophet, the apostle, whoever did this to me. But this person came in looking to shine. They came in with their light. They came in with the glory of God upon them. But because you allow your fits to be the conversation. Now the enemy have released Words of negativity into their spirit. So they've never looked at the person that wronged you because they don't know them. But you told them about them. But they never had the ability to know them. But God brought them there so that they can help them. But because you are offended, the enemy knew to use you so that they could be hindered from their blessing. So now they don't like them. But them was the one that was supposed to give them their blessing. So we have to be careful with our fits. Because it's so easy to just speak things and people begin to believe What's not true. And it may be true. And they may have rubbed you the wrong way. But the Bible tells us to what? Go to them. Go to those that have offended you. And if they don't receive you, then you go get someone that is not only in authority, but someone that's unbiased. With wisdom that can help bring y'all back together. Because at the end of the day, you need to win your brethren. That's word. We have to win our brethren. So it doesn't matter who wins the argument. We have to win our brethren. Sometimes we just got to choke it up. Sometimes we just got to just... Say, you know what? I know it wasn't me, but I love my brother so much that 
Let me just choke it up because I need to win my brother. But we don't do that. When we're right, we're right. When they're wrong, they're wrong. But where's love? Love don't have right or wrong. Love win one another over. That's what love does. So offenses shall come. They are coming. They're, they're there. So that's why God, he warned us because he know because of this flesh and these eyes that look a certain way. A person could be looking at you and you thinking, why are they staring at me? Because your light has come. Because you're shining, baby. You're bright. Jesus is all on you. The glory is upon you. That's why they're staring at you. But the first thing we say, well, why are they looking at me? They don't know me. Ah, no, you're bright. Jesus. Thank God that they're looking at you. Because that lets you know that he is in you. He said, I would draw all men unto me. So when he can draw all men unto him, Jesus, because your light is shining, you want anybody to be staring. Because you want them to see who? Jesus, not you. We're nothing. Jesus is everything. So these eyes can cause some trouble. It can make us think a certain way. The enemy would try to make us think something that does not exist. He'll be like, oh, they're just jealous. Of what? Do you want this anointing? Do you want the tears? Do you want the, the, the hard work? Do you want, do you want, do you want the spiritual warfare? Here. It's yours. Do you, are you able to, to, to stay in prayer? Are you able to fast and put aside your plate? Are you able to die to yourself? Are you able to give up all the goods and the riches? Are you able to just be content with what you got? Here you go. People don't see that. They just see the surface. But they don't see what we go through behind closed doors. Meaning being in the face of God. Dying to ourselves daily. Not just for a fast. Daily. We have to die to ourselves daily. It says pray without ceasing meaning every day. Not for just one week, skip a week, and not every day. Every day. But the enemy, he called, he, he makes us think things that is not true. He, he makes us begin to, these strongholds begin to build upon each other. So one minute you jealous. Now you're envying. Now you're hating. Now you're angry. Just like Saul. First he loved David plan. Because the evil spirit have left. But because of them calling David's name. When he went to war. And they began to call out and say what they said. Him killing the thousands and him killing and, and Saul just looking. But Saul was already king. How could you be jealous of something that you are, God of our, is already using you in? Thank God that God is bringing somebody else in to help you. Because it's not easy being a king by yourself. 
But you did something wrong, Saul. God told you, he gave you a specific assignment. But you disobeyed. He said, go in, kill everything. You went in and took everything. The opposite. So I'm going to anoint somebody after my own heart. But that don't mean that he's perfect. Because I'm going to work some things out of him. Because of his flesh. So that's why we have to die daily and ask God to order our step daily. Because the enemy is always putting something in our mind. Depression don't come just because they say, oh, it's a disorder. It comes because we allow Satan to put things in our mind that don't belong. Because our eyes is in the wrong place. What are we watching on TV? What are we listening to? Who are we around? Come on now, what is our surrounding? What are we eating? All of these things deals with allowing demonic forces to enter in. So we have to be careful. And to say like, oh, you're so spiritual. When do you have time? First of all, this ain't about flesh. It's spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Everything. So we're going to be offended and betrayed. They're going to betray us. Betrayal hurts. Betrayal say, you know what? No, you cannot come close to me. Excuse me, ma'am. If you look like her, you definitely not coming close to me because you look like her. You smell like him. Come on. Those things makes us still feel like we hate somebody else that did not cause the betrayal. Sit, looks, sound, words, just how somebody walk, maybe how they wear their hair. That was their offender. Their, they betrayed them. They came into their space and took everything from them and betrayal. Come on now, I ain't talking about just something that somebody told me. I've been doing. Being a woman of God, come on, being a pastor, come on. Betrayal. Members will betray you because the enemy will use them if they're not strong. Pastors will betray sheep. Come on. Because the Bible even says even the elect will be what? Deceived. And it came and said there will be many what? False prophets will rise up and deceive many. So it's flip-sided. So these things are happening. And we're going to hate one another. We're going to hate one another because of our skin. We're going to hate one another because of our name, because how we look, how we smell, how we walk, what we got. We're going to be hated. You're going to hate one. How could you hate somebody and you say you love God? You cannot hate and love in the same space. That's like you can't blast and curse in the same space. You can't do it. Either you in or you out. That's like you saying you in God. 
Hallelujah over here on this day. But over here on the next. You're in. You're out. I'm always in. Now that right there will preach. I'm in. See, you can't be in and out. See, I was in and out. Come on now. I didn't get to where I'm at today just being our way in. Uh Uh-uh. All of us have experienced in and out. But when we got out and we saw what was out, and when God chastised us for being out, we stayed all the way in. And even when we feel like we may tiptoe back out, hey, the Spirit of God just put us back in. That's when you know God is all in. You got to be all the way in. Because the enemy is coming to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your authority because he has no authority but power. He has no authority. He's not even a body. He don't have a body. He needs your body. He, he does not have a body. He needs your body. And when he gets your body, he needs your mouth. Why? Because God said, let there be. He made us in his image. Because we were made in his image. And now we sit at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus left the comforter. And the Holy Spirit is in us. That means that whatever we say, it has to be. Satan can't say. Because he's nobody. But he needs our body to say. So what he does is he deceives us to say. When we get offended, we say things. When we get hurt, we say things. Our words are powerful. Because when it's released in the atmosphere, you can't take it back. It goes to war. So you war against yourself. Come on now. You release words in the atmosphere. You say, well, I'm sick. Ah! You release sickness in the atmosphere. Come on now. Even though you come back and say, well, I know I'm healed. No, but you give it Satan. Words to use against you. Because you said, I'm sick. You said you sick. Ha! I got a cold. Ha! Come on. We gave him bait. Our words is powerful. Because Satan, he'll take it. Say, okay. But they said by his stripes, they're healed. They said, but they got good health. Watch this. Throw a little something down. And then we be like, uh, 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 you know what? Uh, Instead of us decreeing, declaring, come out, come out, come out. Because there's something that got imparted from your words and your spirit, through the spirit, through the, through the, it's like rulers of darkness, dominions, kings, come on now, in the heavens, it's warring. So our words, come on now, it's going up. He is the prince of the air. Ha! Anything in the air is what? Frequency. Transmission. I mean, excuse me, trans, like a transmitter. It, it, it goes through like a frequency. It's like um, these microphones. You know, they have a receiver. But each one of them have a different frequency. You got frequency one, frequency two. But then you got transmitter. Amen. That transmit what? The sound. So that when the frequency come, the sound will come. But if you, if you lose that frequency, come on now, there won't be no sound. That's why you gotta make sure that the frequency is always on. Because if it's never on, there's no sound. 
when when you have a microphone and when you when you have music, when sound is so important because what it does is it travels, it travels, sound travels, and and it goes into those rulers of darkness and those dominions and them kings of areas of darkness and wickedness and high places. So when you begin to decree and declare some things and you begin to say some things and you begin to come up against some things with the enemy, hallelujah, he has to bow down. Hallelujah. He has to cease. Hallelujah. He has to come down in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I'm seeing something in the spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I'm breaking this down for you guys because... A reason why we're going through so, so much is because we are, we are saying and projecting words in the atmosphere and creating our own situation. He told us to do two things in the beginning. He says to arise and shine. He didn't say, he know our situation. He know what we're going through. He know what we're in. He did not say all of that. It didn't arise and shine. He just started off, Zed 60, it starts off and say, well, arise. Nothing else. But we always add something. Well, I can't arise because this going on. He said, arise. He know it's going on. Many would be offended. Many would be betrayed. Many would be afflicted. Tribulations would come. All of these things. He said you will be betrayed. He said it. He said you would be hated. You will. You. You. Come on. False prophets would come and rise up. All of this stuff. He said. All of this stuff. He said. All of this stuff he's saying. But in 14 says, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. Amen. 13 says, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. You have to endure. Yes, it ain't what we expect it to be. But you got to endure it. Anointing comes through endurance. Anointing comes through pain. If you want more anointing, go through some pain. I'm telling you. Pain brings anointing. Suffering brings anointing. Tribulations bring anointing. Being hated brings anointing. All these things bring anointing. Why? Because it brings you closer to God. Because you say, you know what? It's okay. Because they killed Jesus. They killed him. And because he's in me, I'm going to be hated too. That's how I'm able to see those that's really of him. God is just showing us those that got on sheep clothing. That saying they with Jesus, but have no love. So he said it. We will see those that's really of me. Do they love? They could be in church a hundred years and have no love. 
You can sit right on the pew. Somebody come in that door that offended you. You ain't speaking. You gonna look. You look. You sit, turn back around and act like you listening. But you saw them come in. But you offended. The next level of love is how you doing, sis? How you doing, bro? Now, if they don't speak, now it's on them. You have been freed. Spirit of control. Here go. You have allowed them to control you. Because you are being controlled by how they react. If you speak, and if you really genuine, really speaking in love, and if they don't respond, now you have left it with them. That's between them and God. You're free. But if you keep on not speaking, keep on saying, well, she ain't speaking to me. He ain't speaking to me. But I don't know. You're allowing the enemy to control you. The spirit of control. Witchcraft. Everybody keeps saying witchcraft is pride. The spirit of Leviathan is the king of pride. Witchcraft deals also with control and manipulation. Now, not only do they control you because they're controlling and, 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 and predicting your love. Come on now. You can't even love them because you are offended. Because you don't even speak to them. And if somebody is hanging with them, you're not going to even speak to them. Can I be truthful? That's what we go do. And we wonder why we're not blessed. We wonder why the breakthrough ain't coming. Because of bitterness. Because of unforgiveness. And we say, oh, we've been, we've been, we've been delivered from this because this part of unforgiveness. You've been delivered from that part of unforgiveness. But this is another part of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness go wide and long. So just because you get you you get delivered from this part of unforgiveness, you still got that part because you don't even want to speak to them. You forgave somebody else or something else, but now this offense, you can't do it. It's not easy. But when you in God, you just want to love everybody. You just want you just love everybody. And people say, well, you know. You was in the, you know, you was in a room. They didn't even know you was in a room. And they were talking about you. And you come out. And you just say, how you doing? And you still get up some food. Apostle, how could you do it? It's God. They killed Jesus. Now I just know what to pray for. That's it. But that does not mean. Then I don't go into my secret place and say, okay, God, teach me how to deal with her. Teach me how to deal with him. Because we're still human. And God will do it. Because why? I came into repentance. I didn't come like, okay, it's that easy. Come on, betrayal hurts. Especially with somebody that you close. You help. But then you... You know what a person is going through. So you see compassion 
allows you to, it's not ignore, but it allows you just to have that much compassion for them and say, Lord, they know not what they're doing. Just like Jesus said when he was on the cross. Lord, forgive them. They know not what they do. Because they are being manipulated by Satan. And they don't even know. Even the elect have been bewitched. Like Paul says, you have been bewitched. I have come and preached the truth. I've come and preached Jesus. And you allow these apostles and these prophets to come and tell you anything. You've bewitched. You've bewitched. Because how could you let somebody come in and teach another doctrine? When I've taught you the truth, the living word that brought life, and you know the truth. We Christians, we know the truth. We know the truth, y'all. We know it. You know, they say, okay, we're going to call, you know, the Spirit of God show me this. You know, yes, we call altar call. And one of the things we say, we say, okay, for those that don't know Christ, excuse me, everybody know Christ. Now, you may not have a relationship with him, but you have heard of him. You may not have sat long in a conversation, though, but you've heard, even through a commercial. I'm just saying, even right down the street, even a song. We've heard. Now, you may not have accepted him. You may not have intimacy with him, but we have heard. So the Holy Spirit said, no, change your word. He said, for those that want intimacy, that want relationship, that want to be closer to come to Christ. Because, see, I'm not going to give the devil no room and say, for those that don't know him. They know him because he know him. And if he know them, come on, if he know Christ, we were made through Christ. Because we was made through him. We got to know him. So devil, uh-uh. Now, before you can have all this, are you willing to forgive yourself? We miss that. We missed that in the benediction. We missed that one. We say, okay, those that were Christ, okay, that he died for you. Okay, he went to Calvary for you. Okay, that he gave his life for you. All that, yes. But the first thing, have you forgiven yourself? Because we walk in condemnation, coming into Christ. We have walked in shame. We have walked in guilt. So are you willing to forgive yourself? Because if you're not able to forgive yourself, God can't forgive you. So it starts with you. Because God gave us a choice. Now you have took his hand. He didn't force you. You took his hand. Now here go the choice. I've given you a choice. You have taken me. Now are you willing to forgive yourself? Because you know you're not worthy. I know what you've done. I, I know where you've been. I'm God. I'm not present. I'm not missing. I'm not potent. God everywhere. God knows. God sees. God everywhere. I know. Are you willing to forgive you? 
Are you willing to forgive others? See, I can't forgive you if you're not willing to forgive yourself and others. There's no way. Because how could you love me and you don't love those that what betrayed you? He can't do it. He could not accept you into the kingdom of God if you don't forgive yourself and others. Because why? There is going to be some offenses, bitterness, unforgiveness, and it's going to be at the root core of your heart. It's going to be hard. And then now the weeds are running north and south and east and west. Because weeds, we know, like a tree, it is rooted. means that the root goes east, it goes west, it goes north, south. And that's why if you ever try to pull up a tree, the root, it keep on, it goes down. You can't get it. Can't get it. Even weeds, even though we pull up the weeds. We put down the spray, rolled up, rolled away, whatever it's called, rolled up. But two, three months later, it come back. Why? Because weeds have roots. Did you know that? If you ever pull up weeds, they have a little baby root. And if you don't pull it up, guess what? That weed going to grow back up. And those one sunny little flowers, the, the yellow ones, we think those flowers, them are weeds. Do you know that? The little yellow little um, flowers, unless if you go and buy them and plant them, but those come because around that yellow flower, it, it, it's the weeds around it. But the flower look nice. That is Satan. Satan is trying to make that flower look pretty. But but weeds is all around it. He's trying to deceive you. So sometimes we leave those flowers in our flower bed and say, oh, well, they're cute and everything. But it's choking everything else up. It's choking up. Why are rose bushes is not growing? Why, why, why are, um, uh, it's not growing? Because that flower you think that is so pretty is choking everything else. And that's what we're allowing Satan to do. To choke us in our anointing. He choke us in our authority. He choke us in our power. He choke us in our love. He choke us in our forgiveness. He choke us. And we think it's God. Well, God, you, uh, yeah, because he want to blame God. Satan wants to blame God. He wants you to blame God so that you, you can make it seem like, well, Lord, I'm doing all this. I did this. I did that. And things still not moving because you have not yet dug deep in the root of the matter. You keep going on the surface. You keep going through revolving doors. When you go through a revolving door, if you don't go out, you're going to come back around. Am I, am I right? Unless you go out. So if you stay in, you're going to get dizzy, right? Because you're going to keep revolving. And that's what we're doing. We revolve. We keep going. We're dizzy. That's why we go over here. We go over there. We lost. We, we have no focus. We're distracted. They say, God over here. We run over here. Anointing over here. We run over there. Fire over here. We run. But really, it's nothing but strange fire. It's not God. Because if it was God, you won't be in the same situation. Because God is a healer. When a woman with the issue of blood, when she came, when she left, when she made whole, did she leave back? Did she leave? Did she leave back? Huh? When Jairus was with Jesus. Come on, Jairus. He was with Jesus. Come on, we talked about this. All he cared about was his daughter. His daughter was dead, dying. Matter of fact, all the time Jesus um, took, my daughter dead now. But he had no choice because Jesus was what? Life. But he still was 
hanging with Jesus. Come on now, because he knew he was lying. And he knew nothing he can do. Come on now. But he still grow with Jesus. Come on, the woman that came and said, hey, I'll eat the crumbs from under the table. Come on now. In a way, Jesus on, on assignment. But on his way to every assignment, what happened? They became what? They was made whole. And they what? Came alive. The daughter, come on. She rose. The daughter was dead. He told them, you know what? Let me put everybody out. None of y'all ain't got faith. Come on now. I am life. I'm walking into a dead situation. All I got to do is walk in. And they have to rise. Y'all only here doubting. Unbelief. When when y'all already know what I've done for you. I've I've healed you. I've helped you. I've, I've helped you go through some things. And it was nothing but me. But we keep getting back to that same place like, well, God, panicking. Why? Because Satan have released strongholds in our life to make us believe a lie, to make us believe that God is not there when God is everywhere. Jehovah, what? Shama, God is there. He's everywhere. All seeing, all knowing. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. God is everywhere. So you can try to trick me all day long, but God see, and that's all that matters because see, I don't care about you. I care about what God see because nobody can get me in heaven. Oh, they can, they can get me in hell, but they can't get me in heaven. So I'm worried about what God see. I'm worried about what God hear. You ain't got to worry about me just trying to be perfect for a show for you. Uh, I don't care about that because when I get to the pearly gates, he ain't going to say to me, depart from me, I never knew you. After everything I've been through, after everything I had to suffer, after everything that I had to give up to get to the pearly gates, and he say, and then everybody up in heaven, and everybody looking like apostle, she fed the poor. She healed the sick. She cast out devils. Come on now. She, 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 come on. Shane up here. Shane up here with Peter and Paul. Wow. Form of godliness. But denying the power thereof. It's only with a form. You gotta know who you're around. You need to ask God for discernment. You need to know who you are around. The teachings, the word of God itself should be able to help you test the spirit by the spirit. The Bible says test the spirit by the spirit. Through what? How? Through first the word of God. You can't tell me you're a prophet and you don't pray. You can't tell me you're a prophet and you're not an intercessor because you have to hear from God. Unless you just divination, the spirit of divination, crossing over in darkness. And yes, you know my address, one, two, three, four, five. You know this, you know that. Why? Because the spirit of divination allows you to cross over. But that don't mean it's God. So that's why you got to know them by the spirit. 
and ask the Spirit of God to give you discernment to discern them. Because when you test the word by the word, you know that first of all, it's bringing results. You're not leaving the same. Things are moving for you. You're walking out in your purpose and your destiny. It's not not just about take, 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 take. Give, 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 give. It's two-way. I help you, you help me. We push one another. We see each other at the top. We help one another. We cultivate one another. It's about us, them, and we, not me, I, or her, or him. It's not about that. So our time is 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 up, but I believe I said a lot. That's why this is a series. Amen. This is um um series nine. You know, um Evangelist Christine, maybe you can give her some of the uh, audio downloads so she can start from for one. Because we've been talking about a lot of things because a lot of people don't understand this side of it, and this is by, very vital. You have to understand spiritual warfare. You have to understand spirits that are not of God because they will be sitting right with you in church. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. A witch can come right in the church that's filled with the power of God. Because what their job is, is to what? Hinder and smother the anointing. Their job is to hinder and smother the power, the deliverance. They don't want deliverance. But what happens is, if that witch don't repent, they won't be able to stay. Because the power of God will run them right out. They'll be like, oh, you know what? I got to go to the car. You know what? I, I, I got to go to work. Next thing you know, you go out to the car. They ain't even out there. Glory to God. Because the power and the fire and the spirit of God. The spirit of God is powerful. That's why you need the spirit. You need the spirit of God. You can't do none of this without the spirit. None of it. Because guess what? It will not remain. He said to what? Abide in me. Abide means to remain. When you abide in him, that means that the spirit of God is not only with you, but is in you. And wherever you go, you're taking the glory with you. So you ain't got to say, well, I got to get over here because the glory over there. No, I'm coming with glory too. So it's going to be a convulsion. Because it's going to be glory, glory everywhere. Because when I leave there, I need to be able to take God with me back home. I need to have an altar at home with God. I need to have an altar in my car with God. I need to have an altar on my job wherever I go with God. Because we're in this world. We're not of it, but we're in it. And you need God. You cannot make it in this world without God. The government, because he said, I'll hold the government on my what? Shoulders. The government is even on Jesus' shoulders. Come on. So you can't depend on the government because the government is on Jesus' shoulder. Come on. So if you're going to depend on the government, you got to depend on Jesus. Because the government is on his shoulders, like it or not. Come on now. Message or not of God. Fear not what men may say about you. Last word. I pray that we 
Everybody under the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. Because I had to do it. And you need to do it too. You need to be delivered by the opinion of man. Because if you don't be delivered by opinion of man, and that means man, boy, girl, child, whoever, you're going to always be offended. You're going to always be bitter. You're going to always be mad. And the thing is, when you're acting that way, you have allowed the enemy to control you. You have allowed the enemy to manipulate you. And guess what? You might as well just be walk, you walking in witchcraft. Because now you're going to be what? Become disobedient. You're going to become rebelling. You're going to rebel. Because no matter what God is telling you, you're not going to hear him. So rebel, you become rebellious. Amen. And we, when you're rebellious, it's witchcraft. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about them, those or other spirits we'll talk about on next week if, um, God, if God, um, allow us. Amen. Hallelujah. But as we have finished up about offending, like I said, um, an offended person is harder to win than a fortified city with a strong wall around it. The walls were the city's assurance of protection. They kept out unwelcome inhabitants and invaders. Offended people who build walls will, excuse me, unwelcome inhabitants and invaders, excuse me, uh, will always be able to find scriptures. To try to what? Make them right. They will always try to go on the word of God and say, well, God said. That's not word. The Bible says many will be offended. But that don't mean that you're supposed to walk in offense. You're going to be offended. But you're not supposed to walk in offense. You're going to be hated. But you still got to love them. Come on now. Yes, all these things is happening. But you don't have to become what he's saying. He's telling us these things so that we can be aware. Thank God that he told us. Thank God he laid it out. Thank God he gave us strength to get through the betrayal. He gave us strength to get through the um, offenses. He gave us strength to get through those that hated us. They hate us because we like chicken. Are you serious? Because I like chicken? Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, the devil is a liar. And guess what? It's all for his name's sake. That let you know, guess what? The name of Jesus is written all over you. Because it says that they will deliver you up to tribulations. And her verse it said afflictions. And kill you. And you will be hated by all nations. They have an ass on there. It ain't just talking about countries. You know, they say, oh, they say I'm going to the nations. Okay, that's good. But nations mean people. Your nation could be in a nursing home. Your nation could be Kroger's. Your nation could be the gas station. Nations mean people researching. It means people, individuals. That's why he says you will be hated by all nations, meaning all people, all genders. All sex, all color, race, all people, all religion, nationality, all of this is in, come on, all people, handicap, all people, all people, rich, poor, all people, pink, brown, black, blue, all people, because when we get mad, some of us can turn blue. So it ain't just black and white. We can turn blue. Get real mad. You may turn red. Hallelujah. Just saying. All people. 
grandmother, grandfather, aunt, uncle, husband, wife, your own children, all people. So when they rise up against you, even your own children, the Bible says you will be hated. But guess what? It is just because the enemy just have a hold on them. So that's why you cannot release them to the enemy. Your words is very powerful. So you got to begin to pray. You got to begin to call your children back. Do not say, well, you know what? Get away from me. You know what? I ain't dealing with you. No, because the enemy want us to give up our children. He want us to throw away our children because he want our children. Our children are seeds. Our children multiply. He need our children. So when we throw them away and say, you know what? Get out of my house. You know what? Get away from me. You know what? Don't call me no more. No, you cannot throw them away. You can't throw them to the wayside. Because Jesus was a good Samaritan that picked up the man where? On the on the wrong side. He didn't ask him how much money you he got. He didn't ask him. He took him to what? The best end. And paid for it. And didn't say, well, I'm only gonna pay for it for a day. No, pay for it long enough until he got well. Oh Jesus. Lord. This is what we have to teach. In the word of God. To the people of God. Because we have gotten away from this. That's why you see so many people depressed. Stressed. No longer trusting God. No longer doing the work of the ministry. No longer doing what God. Because they have allowed the enemy to lie to them. We got the power and authority. To make things shake. To move. Knowledge without the love of God. Will lead us to deception. I'm giving you knowledge. I'm giving you wisdom. I'm giving you understanding. I'm giving you revelation. I'm giving you application, which is the word of God. And I just read to you that knowledge without the love of God would lead to deception. I love you this much to tell you the truth. I don't care about numbers. I don't care about who come and who don't. No, I got to give you the truth. Because if I don't give you the truth, first of all, I'm not. The blood on my, I can't. I'm not. Come on now. I got too many people behind me, in front, around me, that I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to come on, and I have to keep myself clean. So I gotta give you the truth. I love you, but I'm gonna give it to you in love. I'm gonna give it to you with compassion. But I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. Because guess what? They didn't give it to me. I had to learn the hard way. I had to learn like Abraham. You know, Abraham didn't have a prophet. He only had God. He had to wait on God. God loved us so much, he done gave us the prophet. Now we depend all the way on the prophet and not even God. <laughs> when God can talk directly to you before he even talk to us, the prophet. See, sometimes the reason why he come to the prophet is because you just turned your ear. He sometimes come to the prophet because he just want to encourage you because your faith is kind of wavering a little bit because you're going through something that's a little hard. So he just want to encourage you. And then sometimes when he tell the prophet, it's because you have rebelled. But God is ready to give it to you one on one. But we don't know how to get into that place in God to hear him one on one. So when the prophet comes, he's or she just confirming what God already said. Come on now. But we just wait on the prophet. Run to the prophet. Do this. You know, I, I'm in a place where if God don't tell, you know, I, I, God give me a word. He say, he tell me don't say. He tell me, he tell me how to do. I do it. They keep pulling. I'm not disobeying God. I, I'm not basing this ministry on prophecy. 
And I, I know I'm an entire prophet and everything, but I'm going to give you the word of God. And if the word of God prophesied to you, because the word of God is prophecy. And if God move in prophecy, then we move. But other than that, I'm not moving outside of God. Because when we move outside of God, what we're doing is we are damaging somebody else's spiritual state. And we have to care more about an individual's spiritual state than anything else about that person. Because their spiritual state is what's going to get them in heaven. And we are called to counsel and minister to their spiritual state. We're not, we're not called to be everything else to people. We're called to what God calls us to people. That's why we're not called to everybody. You have to know who you're called to. You have to know your ministry. You have to know where you're going. You have to hear God for directions. Order my step, Lord. Lord, order my step. God bless y'all. I'm gonna be, ob- uh, I'm gonna be obedient. We're gonna stop right here, but I need you to continue just a minute. Take on Matthew chapter 24. Meditate on 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Just read that whole chapter. Hallelujah. Amen. And as you continue to just read, amen, I know for sure that the Lord God is going to continue to give you revelation and understanding on what we're going to continue to talk about on next week. If the Lord is willing, amen, for us to be here, amen, hallelujah. So I get so excited when the Lord always just download more and more, amen, because spiritual warfare, intercession, and just understanding spiritual things, it's like, it is so much. There's no way you can just narrow it all down in one. It's no way. Amen. Because there's so many different strongholds. Amen. And so many different vain imaginations. That's why he says to what? Uh, pull down every stronghold and cast down every vain imagination. Why? Because imaginations, it comes. We can just think of something and it'll just come. And if we entertain, continue to entertain that thing, Guess what? We're going to be focusing on that thing. So that's why we have to what? Cast it down. Cast it down. Tell it to die. You know, I'm always saying die, 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 die. Whatever spirit it is, you die. Hallelujah in Jesus' name and never rise up again. And I plead the blood of Jesus over you right now. Hallelujah. Satan, the Lord rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. I mean, you have to use force. So that thing won't rise up again. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your teachings. We thank you for your word. We thank you for those that have come, those that are listening live. And I just want to thank everybody that is on line. Amen. With us. Hallelujah. As I continue to look at our um, numbers here. Um, Hallelujah. We're, 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 we're talking to people in Pakistan, Russia. You would think Ukraine. You would think with the war and everything going on, how could they have time just to get on? How did they just get, I was asking God, how, how did they even get to this podcast? Amen. But when God told us to come off of Facebook Live and go straight podcasting, amen, God knew who he wanted to reach. Amen. So we obey God and we did that. So the Lord God is speaking to people in Pakistan, Russia, Ukraine, come on, Paris, Africa, um, uh, Australia, the, um, um, the Netherlands, um, hallelujah, um, New Zealand, uh, the Netherlands, hallelujah, New, yeah, New Zealand, oh Lord, just places that, hallelujah, Brazil, amen, East, 
Middle East, South, Far East. You know what you put there. Amen. Those places. Amen. Hallelujah. God is just reaching everywhere. Amen. Because that's what the the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ does. It reached to the four corners of the earth. Amen. And that's, we need to let our light shine so we can spread the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, Apostle Joe. Hallelujah. But I, I just, I'm just so grateful. Hallelujah. Just what God is doing in our lives. I'm telling you, he is doing some great things. Amen. Hallelujah. Some more things that's coming. I'm telling you, I, I can't speak on it right now. You're going to see some things that's just going to be happening. Amen. But when it happen i'm telling you you better be on the 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 we say the bad wagon the the wagon did he, what, was it a station wagon back in the day okay now they call other wagons right okay be on the wagon amen because as you're on the wagon with us as we take off like a plane amen we're taking all the way up amen hallelujah amen and glory to god and i'm going to um um, God bless everybody and those out there under the sound of my voice. May the Lord God continue to bless you. May the Lord God continue to cover you in the mighty name of Jesus. And there may be somebody out there that know Christ, but does want to have a deeper relationship with him. I'm telling you, um, all you have to do is just ask the Lord God to forgive you, forgive you of anything that you may have said or done in the mighty name of Jesus. And ask the Lord God to, to show you whatever is in your heart that is not like him to take it out. And I pray that even as the Lord God is, is, is delivering you right now, I pray that if anyone have offended you, that the Lord God just give you the ability to forgive them in the name of Jesus, to repent inwardly, not just outwardly in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that even as the Lord God has, is delivering you right now, may the Lord God continue to allow you to be and welcome in and then now that you have forgiven yourself and forgiven those that have done you wrong ask the lord god to um you you saying right now that you want to be saved so all you have to do is open up your mouth do you believe in your heart do you confess with your mouth that he is your lord and savior do you know and believe that he died for you and me he went to calvary he gave us life and life more abundantly. Amen. And if you believe in your heart. And as you confess it with your mouth. That he is your Lord and Savior. You will be saved. And then all you have to do is open up your mouth wide. And ask the Lord God to endow the Holy Spirit upon you. The spirit to where you can speak in other tongues. That you receive power. Demonstration. Amen. That the Holy Spirit can endow you with the Holy Spirit. And I pray that God give you divine connections. That God send you and bring you closer to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit teach you all things. And that God show you those that he will use to cultivate the gifts that are in you. Um, move you towards those that have a divine connection with God. And divine connection to help you. Get closer to the things of God, but I pray that the Holy Spirit begins to teach you all things, show you all things, and lead you to all things in the mighty name of Jesus. So we welcome you to the kingdom of God. Amen. And I know for sure that the Lord God is going to move you forward in the kingdom of God. Amen. God bless you. And those that know God, <laughs> those that are called leaders, those that have been welcomed with Christ, we can't leave us out. Amen. So, Lord God, we ask you to forgive us. Forgive us of anything that we may have said. Forgive us of anything that we may have done. 
And we have fallen short of your glory, Lord God. We ask you to forgive us, oh God. Teach us, oh God, to walk in your ways. Teach us, oh God, to speak like you, oh God. We ask you, oh God, to allow us to walk in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, that you please, oh God, begin to order our steps. Order our steps, oh God. Order our steps. Wash us, oh God. Wash us, oh God. Clean our hearts, oh God. Purge us, oh God, from all hyssop, oh God. Purge us, oh God, from everything, oh God, that is not like you, oh God. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we just ask you right now to help us, oh God. Cleanse us, oh God. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from us, oh God. Teach us your ways, oh God. Teach us your ways, oh God. Teach us how to get more in your word, oh God. Teach us how to get closer to you, oh God. Teach us, oh God, how to abide in you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And Lord God, we just thank you, God, as you continue to show us, oh God, how to not only just walk like you, God, but to continue, oh God, to have you in our hearts. Continue to have us have you, Lord God, in our waking up, in our laying down, meditating on your word day and night, always praying without ceasing, oh God. We thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for allowing us, oh God, to come to you again, oh God, and forgiving us, oh God. We thank you, oh God, as we call unto thee, you will answer thee. You will show us great and mighty things that we do not know. And because we have called unto you and you have answered us, may we continue, oh God, to seek your face in the morning, seek your face in the evening. Seek your face in the early, early, do meaning early, early, early morning in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, we just thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. So we just give God the glory. We give